Hello, everyone, and welcome to All Things Divine with yours truly, me, Erica Sloan. Today, we are going to talk about a topic that I'm not sure many families discuss anymore, but that's okay because we are going to be the change agents, and if it's not discussed, we are going to bring it up. So today, we are talking about history and our ancestry, and I know that I did say that the next time you hear from me, we will be discussing the root chakra, and we actually are. We're starting on that. Why? Because we are getting to our roots, and I felt like this was the perfect, the perfect um, topic to discuss when getting to the root of our roots, right? So I do want to backtrack a bit, and I want to talk about our work that we did on the solar plexus. And in me sharing my journey, um, my personal journey of me doing work along with my clients, because, you know, we're, we're forever evolving individuals if we're open. And while I was doing work with my clients on their solar plexus, I was doing my own work as well. And if you remember, that very first episode was about identity. And at the time, I felt that it was the peak of solar plexus work with everyone in the world um, and just directly affecting me, myself and my clients and some close friends and family around me, I was discovering my family history. So my identity was, I felt like it was rocked. And I say that because I feel that I had a full circle moment. And so I want to talk about that. And I want you to also open the doors to have these discussions with your family it's very important to know where you come from so we are going to get to the root of our roots after this break seek jesus is an online christian apparel store and their mission is to spread the gospel of christ throughout the world while supporting those on the mission field Their brand strives to provide high-quality Christian apparel for believers and followers of Christ. A portion of all of their sales are donated towards several mission fields dedicated to serve and spread the gospel around the world. Let your clothing start a conversation. And while you're at it, go ahead and take 15% off your order at seekjesus.co. And our code is DivineSly15. See you on the website. One evening, I was having a deep conversation with my son. He's 19. And we talked about racism, microaggressive racism, stereotypes, and just a lot of things. It was such a great conversation. And... One of the things that we brought up was 
the situation and some things that we saw online two years ago when the unfortunate incident happened with George Floyd. That was very traumatizing for the both of us because not only were we in lockdown and we quickly learned that some people did not handle that well. But then when that situation happened and it was on film, the things that we read online and, you know, even saw on videos of people, just their, their racism was just coming out. And I told my son, the world shut down. So then you were left with yourself. There was no one that you could put on a show with. And then that horrible situation happened. And that situation brought out the true identity of the person that you look at every day. And some of the conversations that he had with um, even like some family members, because my son is biracial, he's half white and he's half black. And I'm cringing as I'm saying that, uh, and I'll get to that in a second, not because he's biracial, and but because that is what he is considered on paper. But then if you look at the color of his skin, he is not light complected. He's the on the darker side of, of being biracial. He is viewed as a black man. So we have a lot of dynamics that, you know, we hid in that conversation because at the end of the day, you know, I told him, you are viewed as a black man. You look like a black man. And um, then also you being half white, and, and I will say that he is proudly Irish, Hungarian. I think that there might be a little German in there, but he is Irish and Hungarian. That's on his um, other side. And he is proud of that. He is so proud of that. So he has that dynamic. But then he said to me, you know, well, I'm, you know, I'm Hungarian, I'm I'm Irish, and I'm African-American. And I looked at him and I said, well, actually, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure if I went back like maybe a thousand years um, from what I understood, I would, you know, say, okay, well, yes, we have family. I have found them, you know, in 1541 or whatever from there, they were in Africa. But I told him, you know, that we are like also Native American. We have Native American blood in us. And my great, great grandmother, she belonged to a tribe. And he looked at me and said, what? He had no idea because I never told him. And that's something that I only told to people really close to me. And, I, and I'm not sure why I did it. But if we're talking solar plexus work from July, then I would say that I had an issue with my identity. I mean, you heard me tell the story about watermelon. I wasn't authentic. I didn't say 
who I was and 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 I wasn't like proud in that and it could have been because there were stereotypes stereotypes around me at the time and so I would say that that's not something that I would have shared with that particular group of people and I had to actually forgive myself for that you know again doing my own solar plexus work along with the clients that I worked with in July and certain friends and family members around me. It was just the height around the world I felt for solar plexus work. So of course I did my own and I, you know, I had to forgive myself for that because I should have stood firm and said, you know, this runs through my blood. And, and I'm proud. So when I told my son that, he was just like, he was excited, but he was just like, man, you didn't tell me any of that. And so then that's when the conversation got deeper. Well, I didn't tell you because, you know, there again, the factors that I just mentioned, but then also I wasn't really educated a lot on my family lineage and that's just something that my grandmother would say to me as I was younger she would you know she didn't say it all the time but she would say she would always tell me you know you're marked because I actually had oh I'm a black American but I actually had red hair And it was only like at the top of my head. And so she would say that I was marked by my great, great grandma, Lucy. And, um, and I just didn't understand it. She would say, yes, you're, you're marked like, and, and I just, I I wish that I could talk to my grandmother right now because I would ask her so many questions and I would just love to just phone up to heaven and just even have a laugh with her right now because I'm sure she's probably listening to me and thinking, well, you should have listened to everything I told you. Now here you are (laughs) um, having almost an identity crisis because everything's just now sinking in. But hey, at least it's sinking in. So um, but she would tell me that I was marked because of my red hair. It reminded her of my, my great, great grandmother, Lucy. And, um, and she would say, you know, she was native American. <clears throat> she belonged to a tribe and I would hear little stories about her, but no one knew the tribe. And the only person that knew the tribe, he is no longer with us. He's my uh, great grandfather. And uh, I wish that I could have a conversation with him also because I would get so much information. But with that conversation, talking to my son, I went to Ancestry.com and I just started plugging in what I remembered and I was calling family members they were very irritated with me but okay I'm gonna throw a little shade at them because I know some of them are listening y'all were irritated at me but then also calling me and texting me like what else did you find who who else popped up so you know family no y'all are wrong for that 
So I was just trying to plug in everything and just trying to remember certain things that my grandmother said. And there was times that I hit a brick wall until one day it just, I don't know if it takes it a while to find like certain hints, but I started finding a lot of information. And this is what I found. So bear with me guys, because this is my full circle moment. I know that, you know, at least I have, and if you haven't, there is a such thing that you can do its energy work and it's called ancestry like healing. So it's things that are not that don't belong to you. So you can have certain illnesses that are not yours, but it was in your family lineage and it could stop at you. And it's what some what most Christians will say will they will call it a soul tie. It could be tied that way because a soul tie is not necessarily um with your ancestry, but it could all it could also be with a person that you come in contact with, a, an ex, a, an ex friend, an ex husband, whatever the case may be, a coworker that you used to work with, you can have soul ties to them. So that's a completely different subject, but I wanted to um, try to explain for the majority of the listeners that I get of what I'm talking about when I say ancestry healing. So one day I got a lot of hints and a hint on Ancestry.com is when they find something that might match the person that you have in your family tree. So for my great great grandma Lucy, they found death certificates, those those were the hints that I got. Death certificates that she was tied to her own. Um, They would find, you know, uh, she had two children that apparently no one really knew about, uh, but she had two children. And uh, so I found their information as well because she was linked to it. So I'm going through all of these hints. And I'm not seeing Native American. I'm seeing multiple times that she is being called by the U.S. Census black or Negro. And, you know, I'm getting frustrated because I'm talking to my family members and they're like, no, she's she was Native American. Like we know 100 percent that she was Native American. We just cannot remember the tribe that she belonged to. So I kept going back and they they didn't know her parents' name. It really stopped at her with their knowledge, my family's knowledge of what they could remember. So I relied fully on Ancestry.com to give me more information. With all of the information that I researched, I mean, this is hours and hours and I mean, gosh, I would say... In 30 days, I probably spent about six hours on it per day because it was just so extensive. And, you know, I have obviously other people on my family tree that I was getting information on as well. We will get to that part in just a second. But I found her father, her mother, 
they're all buried in the same cemetery. Actually, there's a particular cemetery that 95% of my family's in. And I, you know, I was talking to my mom and I said, do you know her, her dad and her brothers and everybody's out there with her? But they buried her with, I guess, a, a certain uh, generation because she was, she was the... I guess you would call it matriarch. She was everything to that generation. And so she's buried with all of them, but her her father and her brother and her sisters, they're all very close to her. So I can't ask, unfortunately, my grandmother or my great-grandmother, or my great-grandfather anything, um, or my aunt, who she was extremely, she's my great aunt, um, she was extremely close with her. I can't ask any of them if they knew all of this because unfortunately they're no longer with us. So with all of the hints going on and, and all of the research that I was doing, I finally connected with and this is down the line, so it would actually be my great-great-grandma Lucy's grandmother. There was a picture that, um, you know, someone had, and we connected, and so I got hints that I'm actually connected to these trees, and, like, trust me, I do receipts. I, I have them all and I double check, I'll even delete stuff out of the tree and go back because that's kind of the little OCD in me. But I double checked and it all linked up and there it was, my great-great-grandma Lucy's grandmother and her sisters, they were so beautiful and they were just, they were Native American and it was just so amazing to just to see that picture. And I just, I wish that I could have a picture. Just, I'm praying that there's one somewhere out there of my great grandma Lucy so I could see her. But I did get to see, I guess that would be, here we go. Um, I would say great times four grandmother and um, my, I guess, great times four aunts I'm not exactly sure but I got to see her and her sisters but when I pulled up the U.S. census on them they were called black or negro they were not black or negro and I talked to other people that had the tree that you know they had their trees and they were linked to them and they said no they were not like this is so upsetting like we were all so upset and I have to be honest with you guys, like I started feeling some type of way because I thought you were Native American and beautiful and just you're just everything about Native Americans is just so amazing. And why couldn't you stand in that? Why did you let them call you black or Negro? And why did you identify as something that you were not? And it was like a, a shell shock for me because I thought, okay, oh no. And I thought of all the women in my family, all the way up to me, who let 
people categorized them as something that they were not. They said, okay, you want to put me in this box, so this is the box. Sure, it's fine. And I thought, oh my gosh, like I have done that too. I'm guilty of this. I have no room to talk because I am guilty of this. And it became my mission to no longer be this way. And I'm still on this journey right now because I want to make everyone before me and everyone after me proud. And I want to change that narrative. So all of us that I've connected with, you know, on the trees, finding out that we're distant cousins, um, we're all upset because we were thinking, why, why did you not say? And for me, for someone who loves to belong and is on this journey of not just being a channel to help other people grow and evolve and to connect with the divine, but to really just understand who I am and what my like identity code is linked to, you know? And what I mean by that is this, this journey, my divine path here on earth it makes complete sense, like just finding out all of the research that I have about my family and knowing that I'm Native American, uh, half, well, I wouldn't say half, but I would probably say I'm a quarter. I'm a good, strong quarter. Um, but knowing all of that, it, it just makes me so proud because just knowing about their culture, the, the little bit that I know, because I know that it's just so much more. I'm just like, that's me. That's, that is me. That's me down to my core. That's my, my true authentic code is this culture, this blood that runs through me. And I also was, I don't know. It was just so much going on guys. So much. And, um, you know, when you look at me, you see a black woman. I'm, I love the melon in my skin. I love being a black woman, but I'm not just like, I'm not, you can't tell me to go back to Africa when, I mean, I'm sh again, I'm sure I probably, we probably, we got over here some type of way. Somebody brought somebody over here, you know, but I have not traced that yet. And, um, and I've, and I have been digging and I've went back about five or 600 years now and I just haven't found it yet. So you can't just call me black or tell me go back to Africa because you, you know, your family might be over there before mine. And that is not who I am. And it's like, in its true form, I am a lot of things. And I will tell you, I am a black American and proud. I am Native American and I am Italian. And I will tell you about that. On my great grandfather's side, um, 
No, I don't think it was his side. I think it was my, actually it was my great-grandmother's father's side. You know, when we're talking about family tree, we're like, my great-grandmother's father's sister, brother. Okay, (laughs) it gets confusing, I know. But on my great-grandmother's father's side, what I traced is that my, I think he was my fifth great-grandfather. He was a slave master. He was white. And, you know, he had a child with my grandmother. And he was also married. That's all on the tree, y'all. I mean, it is some Jerry Springer stuff going on on that tree. And I'm not going to call out certain things that I saw on my grandmother's. But y'all know, okay? (laughs) But anyways, he was a slave master. And, um, I mean, it's very much connected and it's not, um, what you may think. So when the slaves were freed, they took the last name of their slave master because they didn't have a last name. This was not, I mean, this was the case with some of the slaves there, but this was not the case in, in my situation. He actually had a child with my grandmother, um, not my, not my mom's mom, but with my, I guess it would be my fifth grandmother. Um, and that's where a certain name came from. And so, although he, like he had this, my, my great, my fifth great grandfather, he had this obsession with slaves and he would never sell them. He just kept buying them. And he would have um, them on uh, like these, trying to think here. He would build like these little huts for them. So, but like two whole families would sit in those huts. So when the slaves were freed, he actually had over a hundred. And it was him and his son. And his son was just really just not a good person at all. Um, and his son actually had a different last name than him. So I'm looking at his mom, a little side-eyed, but anyways, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding around because I actually have a different, um, well, I had a different last name than my dad, but he's very much my dad. So that could have been the situation. Um, but so this man, the slave owner, his family came over from Italy. Like I saw their, like their, I call them boarding passes because they were little uh, documents of when they came over. Um, but I saw all of that. So you have a white man who mixes with a black woman. She's black. The slaves are freed. She gets pushed into the black communities. She then had, you know, she has a child with a, a black man and then that and you know everybody's breeding and staying within their race so then you have that dynamic and then you have on this other side um some native american that were pushed out of their community they wanted it to be cherokee texas that's where she was and they were pushed out um you know we don't have to talk about sand creek uh, the Sand Creek Massacre or the Trail of Tears. Like, I mean, we can talk about all of that, but um, unfortunately we don't have that much time. 
but they were pushed out of their communities, pushed into the black communities. And, you know, you have a Native American that was not that educated. And, you know, they didn't know. Like, I was talking to um, someone who is on a reserve, a Native American reserve. And I told him, you know, there's nothing that I can do because I want to just have the document so that I can come onto this reserve because I want to learn everything about Native Americans so that I can put that also into my life's work, my practice, my legacy, and that I can pick that back up and have that going forward for the next generation so that they know who they are. And I was upset because I was like, I don't have any paperwork to prove that I'm this way. They didn't know that they could put themselves on a registry. They were told that they have to be black or Negro, um, whichever word they were using that year for the census. Uh, They were told that they have to put down one of those because they were darker And that's so unfair and it's unfair to me um, and everyone after me because it set this tone and this energy to be in this box and just stay under the radar. And what if they want to call you black or if they want to say you're African-American or say you can only do X, Y, and Z, then okay, that's all that you do. You don't do any better than them. You don't, you know, obviously you don't do worse. You just stay under the radar. So it created this whole pattern from generation to generation of women being that way until, I don't want to say just me, because I actually have some cousins that they have businesses, they're doctors. I mean, we've got some serious black girl magic going on around here. (laughs) Or should I say black girl slash Native American slash Italian magic going on? (laughs) Um, Because I'm not I'm not just the change agent, but the generation of females, me, I think I think I might be the oldest actually of the females. I might be. But anyways, um, so me and there's like two cousins of mine um, that live in Texas. Well, actually, all of them live in Texas, but my cousins that live in Texas. Yes, they they have a lot going on. They're very successful. And, you know, we are we are change agents. We are changing the narrative. And in the meantime, I am embracing all that I can learn um, without being able to physically go and really sit with a chief. And I mean, I'm hoping that I can one day and um, I'm starting to develop some really good relationships because what I found out is, well, as much as I found out is that my um, great-great-grandmother is, she's either Cherokee or she's, I th- and I'm, I might pronounce this wrong, but I think it's to- Toa Coney. I think that's how you say it. I'm not exactly sure. So I am telling you all of this 
because it's so important that we get to the root of our roots. And I will also share that looking at some death certificates from family members um, in my family tree and um, also looking at certain things with the women and how they behaved, it rings true for for how I was conditioned um, growing up and what I believed. And as far as the health, I noticed that there were certain um, things that they that family members pass away from that is ancestral and I'm huge on learning about having healthy foods and what to do to really balance your mind body and spirit that 100% if you've done the seven day flow with me then you know that we definitely discuss what you are going to be eating for those seven days because it's a it's a complete transformation it's mind body spirit food and you know there are five pillars that i focus on with the seven day flow food is definitely one of them so i did i noticed that there were certain um things on the death certificates that was kind of a pattern with certain family members that I actually do remember. So I am here to help you and to be, well, to be that channel to help you really be a change agent in your family. You are not what has been conditioned from before. You are you and you are authentically you. And that's why it was so important for me to talk about the solar plexus in July, because this is all going to make so much sense to you to identify and to be authentically you and to heal it. If there's any embarrassment, Um, we can heal it together. Don't forget at Divine Sly, we heal it, dream it, build it, and we grow it. And that's what we're going to do on all things divine as well. So the next episode will be on video. And I'm super pumped about it because I actually have a new computer, but I'm still getting it set up. So that is why you hear me only on the audio airwaves. But that's okay. I will be coming back on your screen and we will continue on with the root and i do want to say something because i know that i'm going to get this question so i'm going to answer it if you were if you don't know and it could be that your family just doesn't know anything past like a grandmother or they just may not know anything at all or if you were maybe um adopted into a family and and you know nothing about your previous family that is okay you can still get the information on their family tree and you can go back as far as you'd like Um, if you only want to go back two or three generations that's fine but you will start to see a pattern if not um if not physically it may be mentally and emotionally of how you were conditioned And you remember that you are the change agent. Nobody makes decisions for you. 
So I really hope that you enjoyed this pre-course of the root chakra. And I can't wait to hear all of the research that you've done thus far. But make sure that you listen to the solar plexus series so that you can get caught up. And we have, um, I'll say them in order. We have the solar plexus. We have identity, authenticity, control, and embarrassment. So listen to all of those. Get caught up. Do your homework on getting to the root of your roots. And I will see you next Tuesday when we start diving deep into the root chakra, also known as Muladhara. Have a great week, everyone.